1: To the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. The Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup. Raymond Barr, a dream, has come across. Beach of the head, McKinnon racing and shoots and scores, Nathan <laughs> McKinnon. <laughs> Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay, as always. The Colorado Avalanche are going to the Stanley Cup Final. They sweep the Edmonton Oilers. They win Game Four, six to five in overtime. Our Terry scores the winner. I'm, I, I don't know what to, I'm out of words. We're, really. we're both, i we're both struggling here to start this episode. I, I'm, I'm, shell best, yeah, I'm shell shocked. I'm shell shocked right now,
0: in the best way possible. We are, we've been left speechless and that is a first in the history of the Teledavis podcast. Um, But like you just said, man, somehow the avalanche beat the Edmonton Oilers 6-5 in overtime in a game where you could say was, was it probably the worst the Avs have played defensively? All playoffs?
1: Not all playoffs. That third period against the blues was pretty bad in game five, but in this series, well, even then game one was pretty bad too, but they did not deserve to win this game for the most nope. part. They played bad for that second period. second period was, the second period was uh, they, they didn't deserve to lose this game. They played a really bad second period in this game. They mm-hmm. totally got away from their game. And a lot of, a lot of people were not happy coming into the third. And I said 20 minutes to score two goals is a lot of time. And there's a lot of confidence for a team that has Mike Smith and that I would not feel safe with Mike Smith and that turns out they needed a lot more than two. And that third period I uh, might've aged me about 20 years at the I same time.
0: I think that's safe to say. Um, I was trying everything to try and get my juju going. I was sitting in the sitting in different positions and then just everything to try and try and get the abs. Will them do a win. And all it took was my lovely girlfriend coming and sitting up with me. And that was, that was the difference, man. That was the difference. So now I told her she has to watch every single game with me. She has to, like, there's well, no way okay, around. Well, it. We,
1: we just found the solution to the, the conundrum of what do we do when I get there for the final, she comes with you and I go to the watch parties. Problem solved.
0: There we go. Problem Did solved. It? But I, I just, I don't know what else to
1: say about this team, dude. I, I, like, how do they not ever lose? How do they not ever lose? 12 and 2 to every start other, playoff year. Every other team in the NHL loses this game without question. They they get a goal 23 seconds in the third, looks like it's going to get close. They give up another goal, and you're like, well, damn it, that's probably going to be a backbreaker. They take the lead in this game. They do not ever stop.
0: Nope. I, I think don't... that's that's officially eight comeback wins in the playoffs this year, most in franchise history. And It was – this game was truly, like, if you were a casual hockey fan, that this was a fantastic hockey game for you to watch because there was a whole lot of shit going on this whole game. And I I say we just start from the beginning. We just start from the
1: beginning. I'll Um, try, dude. I'll try, too,
0: because here's where I told people this on the previous episode. It was – I had to stay at work a little bit later tonight. So I missed – pretty much the entire first period. And from the sounds and looks of it, uh, I didn't miss much in the first period because there was only one goal scored.
1: Yeah, you got the Um, Cal McCarr power play goal. I thought they were pretty good in the first period. You'll have to talk about it. Yeah, I thought the Oilers looked decent as well, but I thought the Avs, that was a very good opening road period. They held the Oilers to not doing a lot, they killed off two penalties. They went one for one on their own power play. They got some traffic in front of Mike Smith on the, the power play with Landeskog in front. You get a nice McCarr goal. I thought they did a great job at at least trying to keep the crowd out of the game, try to keep them from getting too excited and really to wear this game down. Smith looked pretty good as well. Kemper made, not Kemper, I'm sorry. My brain's scrambled eggs. Franco's <laughs> Frankie made some big saves as well. We'll talk about Frankie and some of the goaltending stuff for the Stanley cup final, but I, I thought it was a pretty good first period.
0: Yeah. I, I, I got home. I was listening on the radio, um, on the drive home. Uh, I had texted you too, because, uh, in the first period, it sounds like Mike Smith took a little bit of a, a shot at Bo Byron when he was in the net. I never saw a replay of it, but I'm trusting yeah. you that it was. Byram
1: got tripped into the net. He avoids the post, and Mike Smith just hit him in the head with his blocker. You know, bunch of great guys in the Edmonton Oilers <laughs> organization. I did not come out of these first three rounds thinking that the Oilers would skyrocket as much as they have. Uh, I finished the series against Nashville, uh, not hating them as frustrated as i was with the blues and a lot of their shenanigans i didn't really hold it against a lot of the players i thought no, the players were, were fine in that series it, it was it was the fans yeah it was Barube who was being avoiding but not outright bad person i don't need to make how i feel about yeah. jordan binnington any more clear but he got hurt i can't really wish any ill will on him uh the edmonton oilers good riddance go home i don't want to hear from them ever again
0: yeah i i don't either um But you tweeted that this out in the game. I can't remember what period it was in. Like, Leon Dreisaitl has pissed me off so much in this series. But you got to give the guy credit. He was fighting through something that we'll probably find out here pretty soon. Yeah. uh, He he still pisses me off. I think he's a crybaby bitch. But, I mean, hats off to the guy because he played through some crazy shit. And so did Darnell Nurse, who – You told me before we hopped on a
1: torn hip flexor. Torn hip flexor throughout the playoffs, meaning game one, he had a torn hip flexor against the Kings. And for dry side, I mean, yeah, he was being whiny in this series, two-handed guys. This game, you could tell he was suffering every (laughs) single time he was on the ice. He was in a substantial amount of pain. He had a great game. You've got to give full credit where it's due. He was doing everything in his power to get the Oilers to a game five. And he is hobbling off the ice slow to get up several times. You got to feel bad a little bit. I mean, we, I said this last episode, or also this is a story I haven't told you. I've sprained my ankle before back in high school, you know, playing uh volleyball in gym. I landed on someone's foot and just totally sprained my ankle bad for, for weeks. Worst, worst injury I've ever had. I've been very lucky. That shit hurts. You can't do anything.
0: Well, and he's trying to fit that probably swollen ass foot into a ice skating boot. Right.
1: Right. And even when like my ankle was better, I'm out of my boot, I'm off crutches. It's not better. No, It still hurts to walk. And I had to go and play lacrosse after that. I still couldn't play at a hundred percent. I can't imagine putting on ice skates and going to play professional hockey like he, at a certain point, he just had to have been numb to it, and oh, he was still in a substantial amount of like I'm sure his pain receptors were just burned out.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's going to get a lot of time off now, so he'll get to rest. I mean, this
1: felt like a mercy killing, didn't it? A yeah. little bit. It was like I was like, okay, well at least Trisquel can put his feet up for a little while. Yeah. It um, felt bad. I felt bad during this game.
0: I did not. I. Mm-hmm. I want to but I just hate the Oilers so much now.
1: Yeah, I only feel bad for Drive Style and maybe McDavid.
0: Yeah. McDavid
1: but- McDavid wasn't bad in the series. Everyone else, Duncan Keith, go retire, buddy. You're not needed anymore.
0: He is going to retire. It's going to be fucking good. Hard.
1: Captain two-hand, you've got no you got no place here. So, Avs skate to a one-nothing lead after the first
0: period. Um as it turns out, the next two periods were uh far more entertaining. So I'm glad I got home in time for that. Um we kind of kind of got to this a little bit earlier in the show the second period probably the Avs' worst period in a in a long time i'd probably say say since the third period of game five against the blues
1: i would agree with that i mean the second period is usually the Avs' period yeah stop and they really just got away from their game here just big time a lot of sloppy passes couldn't connect on things They stopped clogging up the neutral zone and
0: I thought they did really well through the first like 10 minutes of that period.
1: Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just kind of stopped. And I mean, the Oilers played well, but all three of their goals were handed to them on a silver platter. 100%. And I mean, the first
0: one, we just talked about Leon dry. So the pass he makes to Zach Hyman to set that goal up is absolutely disgusting.
1: But there's nobody on Hyman. Yeah. There was no resistance getting into the zone.
0: Yeah. And we talk we'll talk about Frankie not having his best game, but there was nothing he could do on this one. He was left out to dry.
1: I'd say the goals that were his fault were outnumbered by the ones that were not his. Yeah. Fault the first so. one, the second one, the I mean the the three after that were maybes, but who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows? But so it's tied at one. And I, I, I took a deep breath. I was like, okay, not gonna, this game's not going to be easy. And then Devon Taves, who.
1: I've, I've, was, Logan O'Connor had a terrible pass. On yeah. two. Taves should have handled it better, but O'Connor just missed him.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just because we're so used to Devon Taves making those plays. Um, so casually um, fumbles a pocket bounces right to Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And again, nothing Frankie can do. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, break. a breakaway. It's 50, 50. If he saves it. I mean. You'd love a save, but you're expecting your goalie to make that save is not realistic at all. And all of a sudden, the Oilers have a 2-1 lead, I think with probably like five minutes left in the second period.
1: Like a little over three minutes to go. Yeah. Then Alex Newhook flips a puck over the glass. Now the Oilers are on a power play. And the Oilers, they got their power plays in this game. Jay Woodcroft, he got his wish. The, The penalty discrepancy that he loved to say after game three went in the Oilers favor. They had five power plays to the abs two in this game. And some of them were weird. This one you can't argue with new hook flipped it up and over the glass. It's the only clear cut rule in the goddamn league. (laughs) And uh, eventually it goes to McDavid who has no one on him and he snipes off the bar and in, I saw a lot of people getting mad at Frankie for this one, letting that one in when it's Connor McDavid wide open on a power play. You you don't expect to save there. You pray for it.
0: Yeah, you pray for it. And our prayers would be answered in the third period. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't blame Frankie for any of those goals. I mean, it's an untimely penalty by Alex Newhook um, trying to get the puck out. And then just some sloppy turnovers and bad defense in the second period. All culminates in the abs being down 3-1 going into the third period. Was it in the second period where Landis almost got – it looked like Landy got hurt a little bit.
1: Yeah, that was in the second period, Landis Scott goes into his knees and Zach Cassian, seeing he's down on the ice, dives on him like the tough yeah. guy he is. Again, organization full of just class A characters.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, thankfully, Landy plays the rest of the game. He doesn't miss a shift. He has to go sit in the box for two minutes, but
1: doesn't miss a uh, shift. Because I guess attacking is no longer a retaliation yeah. penalty. I mean,
0: it. hockey is such a weird sport because the abs have had all the power plays in the series couldn't seem to get the big goal and then in the game where they get the least amount of power plays is when it's the most successful yeah it's the
1: power play is a hundred percent yeah this makes game. sense <laughs> and they they killed off four oilers penalties only one was dangerous and it was the one they scored on yep but, but regardless not that's neither here or there i don't want to spend a ton of time talking about the no. oilers in this episode they've they they made their actions very clear in yeah. this series they don't deserve any more of our time they're yeah, gone so-
0: so let's talk about just the utter craziness that was the third period of this hockey game.
1: What the hell? Where do you start? I mean, <laughs> what, we, we yeah, where do you start? I mean, a lot, a lot of people were resigned to the fact that we were going to a game five. And I said, I'm not so sure. Hand up, I was one of those people. I know, it, I it just, know.
0: It just doesn't feel like the Abs are going to win
1: this game. But and How many times have we said that? Yeah, no, like I the only time it matters is when I'm there.
0: That's true. That's true. Um,
1: 12 and 0 without me there.
0: 12 and 0. And you, you your, your streak lives on, but I would have I mean, I, like,
1: I would have been secretly relieved if they lost just one <laughs> in five. No, I nope. get, I get no such release. Nope, so whatever. Uh, I, I will make the sacrifices that are necessary,
0: yeah. Whatever results in the NABS Cup, but uh, yeah, man, let's talk about the third period because the third period we're going to talk about a lot because it is what were there six goals in the third period? Yep, six goals. So, buckle up, everyone. This is going to be the craziest part of the episode. Um, it gets started early 30 seconds in. Devon Taves makes up for his mistake. The abs get a little bit of a lucky bounce um, off an Oilers player, but that's what happens when you crash the net. You you get those lucky bounces.
1: Um, You know, and I, I also want to say before we dig too far in the third, just continuing on the I told you so thing, I said that the abs, they trailed in every single game that they eventually moved on in, in this playoff run. They were down in the third period against Nashville in game four. They were down in the third period against St. Louis in game six. And they came into the third period down in this one as well. And again, with Mike Smith and net, you can't feel too confident. And that goal, 30 seconds into the period, changed everything, or at least it seemed like for the next few minutes.
0: Yeah, 100% changed everything. At first, I thought McKinnon got a tip on it.
1: That's but... what I thought at first, too, but it goes right off of Cody and yeah. then I mean, the Avs big boys showed up big time in the third period. The, I mean, big big time you just do like yep. you, you, like the abs are not usually down going in the third look at the times they have been they find you, a way they've crushed <laughs> a every thing. single time you hear what i said what they find a way <laughs> find a way <laughs> e- e- even in the one game that they were behind in and lost i was there you could probably guess that but <laughs> they still got an early goal and they still made it a game and it got very close until a bad turnover that it was their own fault. They lost that game. They, yep. they would have won that game if not for that turnover by Berkey. And so even then, the abs, they're just they come in waves and they don't stop. And the Oilers were banged up to hell tonight. And Noah Vander Kane in this game, he got a one game suspension. I'm not wasting another breath on him. And they Poyarvi went to the locker room for a little while. There's no Yamamoto. They're playing uh, Dylan Holloway in his first ever NHL game. They are dying for depth. Like they are shriveling up and dying. How many minutes McDavid, did McDavid
0: end up playing tonight? I was He's got to close to 30.
1: Literally just about to look that up. McDavid played 26 minutes and Leon Dreisaitl played 25 on one leg. They like they were riding these guys. Nugent Hopkins, twenty-two. Ryan McLeod played twenty-one minutes. Zach <laughs> Simon played twenty-three. That's pretty funny, dude. And this is what having depth gets you. That's what the yep. Oilers do not have. That's what the major difference was in this series. But all that being said, it's a one-goal game, but it doesn't last very long.
0: Doesn't last very long. Uh, the Abs again just poor transition i I think it was mckinnon tried to make one too many passes he should have just shot it results in a four on two for the oilers zach hyman hits a a good old-fashioned knuckle puck and just beats pavel friend so so, i mean once again like i want to blame frankie for that but that is just you're expecting a 85 90 mile per hour slap shot and you get a 50 mile per hour change
1: you get you're getting a change up like it's one that would be nice to get a save on but it's not on Frankie there that's on the defense to not allow that to happen i mean this was not good defensive hockey in the last 40 minutes by either side and it, it wasn't and, but the avs they they just kept grinding they dude just and just don't stop like you don't see this cuz they're not losing very often but they can literally just score at will and they can when score however they want to they do it look at the goals they scored in this period, you get the Taze goal off of CC and into the net. Good, greasy play in front. And then you get this one from Gabe Landisgog. You get a bunch of people driving the net. You get Mike Smith down on his back, and you get Gog and 50 other people pitchforking that into the net. Yeah, I love how
0: the analysts were trying to be like, oh, they may challenge it for to interference. It's like, no, the puck's in the air.
1: Like, right. He, he's not making that he's save. Digging, he's digging for the puck, and there's no way Smith is making that save, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Like they didn't even challenge it. No, they didn't, and
0: that would have been stupid for them to challenge it because it was clearly a goal. Right. Um. So we're back to four three,
1: and then Nathan McKinnon has. I mean, like, like this is the kind of thing we got to stop wasting these McKinnon goals. Yeah. Nathan McKinnon just has a rush, like a. Oh, dude! I was going to talk about the uh, the penalty he took before the goal. Go for he it. He took
0: yeah because he took a a dumb dumb penalty.
1: Um. And that one frustrated me because they ignored so many trips. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you, man. But they they, call that one,
0: which is a trip,
1: but there was like 50 you ignored on the way there. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, the the rest were trying their best to get the series to go five. Um, And they can go to bed happy tonight saying that, like, the penalties got close to being evened up. Right in the series
1: even so. though with coming into this game if you took out delay of games and the the nonsense from Kane and Cassian towards the end of game two the power plays were actually seven, seven. Oh, I
0: I don't disagree with you man but people are yeah. just they can go to bed knowing that the Edmonton Oilers have more power plays than the abs in game four um so McKinnon makes a dumb dumb penalty the abs have a fantastic kill was this where Cogliano got hurt is this yep. what this the kill Yeah, so Andrew Cogliano, who's playing fantastic in these playoffs, I mean, he's been great. Takes a shot off the left hand, does not return. Um, The good news, he now has potentially 12 days off before the next game.
1: Potentially 10 or 12 days before the avalanche start the Stanley Cup final. Like If the Rangers and Lightning go seven, that is a week from right now. Yeah, that is for not even for you for me it just turned midnight It is a week from today yeah so eight days from the avalanche winning this series and if the rangers and lightning go seven eight days between the series for them being over
0: yeah man that's like, kind of nuts it is really crazy and people are going to draw the comparisons to the fact that the lightning just had nine days off and they look terrible i mean the abs did it and this sp- first series against
1: the usually i am a believer and you you want to just be constantly rolling but i think the abs are really banged up right now Yeah, i think some rest is gonna do them great
0: this time off is gonna be great and we saw what happened in the st louis series i mean they destroyed the blues if it wasn't for jordan bennington they they win that game eight to one so um yeah the rest is gonna be good for guys like andrew cogliano who did leave didn't return um he did return to celebrate but
1: it was you only had uh, one hand in the handshake line yeah
0: one hand in the handshake line um and then nathan mckinnon comes out of the box and unreal speed just undresses cody cc was it cody cc
1: dude i don't know yeah i don't know either. <laughs> my, my mind is blank yeah. for those i was losing my shit during yeah. the whole thing but th- like this is like a legacy goal for nathan mckinnon the same way with game five just i'll do it myself here all the momentum just drives through everybody snipes it on mike smith and all of a sudden it is four to four the oilers they got an insurance goal in the third to get a two-goal lead it was gone in 10 minutes
0: it it was gone and you had a brand new hockey game with what, seven minutes left in the game?
1: With Essentially just under seven minutes to play in this game. And then something rare happened. The Avalanche get a power play.
0: Dude, I thought they called that on Miko first.
1: I did too. I, 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 I had stuff in my hands ready to throw. Yeah,
0: I was ready to go irate, but we actually got a call. Um, and the guy who draws the call. Miko Rantanen, who we had been begging for all playoffs to get going, scores the goal to put the abs up five, four. Just, I don't know how Mike Smith didn't stop it. I think that was the game plan for the abs a lot. They were shooting five hole. It seemed like a lot in this game and it beats Mike Smith, five hole. It's five, four abs. Life's feeling great. Um, about it's it's,
1: it's so funny. Cause I felt like they were going to score on this power play. You can find this on the, the teledabs. It is Twitter. I hit record to like record of reactions because I had a feeling. I hit record and I'm like I feel like they're gonna score. And they ranton and literally just sniped it like two seconds <laughs> into the video. And I was like, oh, that's so good. What a way to end the series on, right?
0: No. And I thought I was gonna win my puck line, but again, I was like, life's good. This is gonna be a crazy win if I can get it. Um as it turns out, Miko Rantanen and giveth sometimes, and Miko and take taketh because. Probably a shift or two later after the Avs take a five-four lead. Um, I don't know what he's trying to do to Darnell nurse there. I think he's
1: trying just to I really don't know move. why you're cutting cutting back to the center on yeah. that play. Just kind of just just get it deep, dude. Like yeah, just get it deep. Um he doesn't.
0: Oilers go in transition. And I will say I Frankie, he like he probably should have made that save.
1: Yeah, that like that's one where I'm like, okay, I I think the magic has started to to run out here. <laughs> Yeah, and the Oilers might have a book now, but that's one you really want, especially trying to hold on and move on to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. So he, Zach Cassian gets the easiest goal of his life, the only goal he can possibly score with his skill set, a puck just sitting there in the middle of the crease, and it's Dreisaitl and McDavid getting the assists. I mean, that we said coming in to this series that there's going to be a game where McDavid and Dreisaitl just go crazy. This was it. And we both said, well, that's the game. The Oilers are going to win.
0: <laughs> we were wrong.
1: <laughs> yep. Cause again, uh, uh, sweeps don't happen. So it is five to five at this point, And we're going into overtime. And uh, it was, it was very split in abs fandom about how they felt about this overtime. I felt fine simply because I knew because I'm not there. And I put it up to a poll on Twitter. So I got, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you guys uh, for five of the six goals. I knew they were coming because it worked for the first two goals that I saw them ahead of time on Twitter from Arif And I did not see a single Oilers goal spoiled ahead of time. So the math works out that I should yeah. just probably just keep doom scrolling the rest of the game. But in overtimes, at least when I'm at home and, re- and can record the Avalanche of 2-0. I put it up to a poll. You guys decided to record, so I did not check my phone in overtime. And, dude, this did not take long at all. Oh. I said it wasn't going to take long. Like, this is way too open of a game, and it took even less time than that. This shot from Kale McCarr, deflected by Arturi Lekanen got the trade deadline the guy who scored the winner for the montreal canadians last year to send them to the stanley cup final does it again deflects a shot into mike smith's pads picks up his own rebound and has a wide open net and for the first time since 2001 the colorado avalanche won the western conference and are going to the stanley cup final
0: Dude, the part that we, we've totally forgot to mention and just all the craziness of this game. Kale McCarr had five points tonight.
1: And they, I think four of them were in the third period and overtime. Yeah. Like, assisted on the Tays goal, assisted on the McKinnon goal, assisted on the Rantanen goal, primary assist on the overtime winner.
0: Like I know that Connor McDavid's the best player in the world. Like I, we know that.
1: I th- I think TNT put it best. You take McDavid first in a fantasy draft where all players are available. Second guy he takes Kale McCarr. Yeah, no. I, 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 rush
0: said that I think was at the beginning of the year or in the middle of the year when we had him on. He definitely
1: did. He's and he was like, enough.
0: yeah, he's like Kale McCarr is the best player on the Colorado Avalanche. And yes. I don't. That's not a bad thing because you have two of the top five players in the world. <laughs> like. We talked all series. You, you,
1: you can argue that having a defenseman like Kale McCarr is more important because he, no one else has that.
0: Yeah, I mean Victor Hedman's the closest thing remaining,
1: but he's not Kale. No, and he's he not can't Kale. do he can't do the things that Kale does. Kale can do the things Hedman does. Hedman can't do the extra stuff that Kale does.
0: Yeah, no, I don't disagree, but I mean you're talking about Victor Hedman, one of the greatest defensemen of all Hall, time,
1: Hall of Fame defenseman, one of yeah. the best of this generation. Yeah, Kale McCarr is 23. No, I, I don't disagree, man. I know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying you disagree yeah. with me. I'm just making the, the point.
0: Yeah, he's 23. He's doing this right now. Um, it's it's unreal. Five points. I, like. He's just so freaking good already. And he's he, the scary part is he's only going to get better. Like he's only going to get better. He hasn't even entered his prime yet, and he's already doing this. Um, I think – I forgot who tweeted it out. That's 50 points in 50 game, career playoff games for Kyle McCarr. He's a you know, bumper you know, game.
1: You know, as you do. So,
0: and I, I wanted to talk about this too because people, like, talked about how McDavid and Dreissel are two of the top five players in the world. After this, can you make the case that the Avs have two of the top five players in the world too?
1: Like, yeah, I think you can say four of the top five players in the world played in this series.
0: Yeah, because it's – I think, it's, I think
1: Mc... it's Connor McDavid, Yep, Kyle McCarr – correct nathan mckinnon mm. austin matthews dry i'd probably
0: go i'd probably go matthews 3 mckinnon 4 cycle 5
1: matthews, just based matthews off of news can teams get matthews. that when he gets out of the first i know that's unfair but all the other guys in this series were able to put teams on their back and go
0: yeah but unfair I mean, that's,
1: but that's how sports work
0: yeah i mean it's it's not a crazy list like i don't think people would argue with us that that's like no i mean you could i mean you can
1: put crosby up on there still and like there are guys like i'd probably have Crosby six maybe like but kale mccarr is not only in that conversation he is entrenched in it
0: yeah this is more than open in the door now yeah this is
1: the best defenseman in the nhl and when we're probably going to find out in a couple days here who's winning the norris it's probably going to be Roman Yossi and it's going to look absolutely ridiculous. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what win or lose. All you have to do is bet $5 on any team to win and you get $100 no matter the result. It is literally free money. And if that's not enough, if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode.
0: It's going to look real stupid, and a lot of AF fans are going to get mad, but just take the fact that uh, Kale McCarr-
1: know, let McCarr... Let it happen. Let, let Roman Yossi have his Norris, and everyone will laugh at it forever and be like, you remember when we gave Roman Yossi a Norris in the season that Kale McCarr swept him and then won the con Smythe and the Stanley Cup?
0: Yeah, that, that's what you just said. If the abs can go on and get these four final wins, I really don't think it, unless McKinnon has an unreal final. I, I
1: think it's actually pretty split right now, at least for me between McKinnon and McCarr, because they're just so good. Yeah, so I, I think but.
0: McCarr has made, I mean, McKinnon had the moment with that goal in game five against the blues, but McCarr has been just a fucking animal. And I Mc- Mc- me McCarr- right now, if I had a vote, which I don't, it, it's it's kale mccarr
1: i agree the way kale mccarr played against Connor mcdavid
0: yeah
1: and and did all the things that he did in this series that's mvp shit like it, that's that's hall of fame level shit
0: and i i know that that's
1: like that's nothing against nathan mckinnon nathan mccain's having an unreal
0: playoff like that's just
1: how good kale has been
0: yeah that's he's just do- how good he's McCarr doing
1: the been. things that he's doing and nathan mckinnon's doing the things that he's doing you gotta pick one
0: you gotta pick one i mean it's just like with the lightning the, these past two years it was like yeah. all right do give it to headman or vasilevsky yeah it's Hedman, they gave one to each
1: it's had it's headman vasilevsky and point uh there can literally only be one yeah point has scored a goal in like 15 straight games victor headman has been an animal and vasilevsky literally does not lose ever like and- who do you give it to and in this one, it's okay. Kale McCarr has emerged clearly as uh, one of the top two players in the world. Nathan McKinnon has proven that he can take a team to the Stanley Cup final and is an bona fide superstar that can take over a series and has at several points. I wouldn't be upset with either one. Yeah, I mean, because that means he has I mean, Yeah, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> we, we, we all talk about Conn Smythe so much, but like when you win, who cares? Yeah, who <laughs> cares?
0: Who I care less.
1: It's more um, of an outside fan thing. Yeah, and it,
0: it's it's a real possibility now because you're four wins away from winning the fucking Stanley Cup, and I will talk about this more. But after tonight, dude, I think you got to put Darcy Kemper back in for Game One.
1: I agree. I mean, this is what we. This is what I what I said about Frankie is you you ride this until you feel like you can't anymore. He wasn't great tonight. There was a lot of saves that he could have made in this game. Just, you know, he missed on a couple of them and, you know, not a big deal. They still came out and won this game. You played your house money with Frankie and now you have 10 to 12 days for Kemper to get his eyes right and get right in practice. You go with the goalie that you took to the dance. You you played it out with Frankie. He's your backup. It worked and in the series. You are
0: super confident in him if shit goes down.
1: If Kemper gets hit in the face again and has to come out, you know you have Pavel Francouz who just stood up to the onslaught of the Edmonton Oilers that you can throw in there against Tampa or New York yeah. and that you you are perfectly capable of winning with him.
0: Yeah. This, honestly, yeah.
1: this was a blessing in disguise.
0: Yeah. I mean, because now Francouz has that confidence too. And like we talked about with – Darcy Kemper now he's gonna come in motivated because he knows his job. He's he's replaceable at this point. And we can talk about that a lot more because we are like you just said, we have, we're gonna have
1: to we're gonna have to save things. Like yeah. we're we're gonna have almost two weeks in between games. Like yeah, no, I, I said episodes. in my
0: yeah, I said in my postgame uh, video uh, that I'm gonna need some shows to watch because I, I I genuinely don't know what I'm gonna do for the next yeah. like for the next couple of weeks. And it's the best problem in the world to have.
1: I mean, um, I guess I'm going to have to make uh travel plans.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> we have, we have time. And like you said earlier, the abs are battered and bruised right now. This was, I know it was a sweep, but this was not an easy series.
1: No, this was, not, was, I mean, this was a rough series. The, the Oilers let their presence be known.
0: Yeah. And this is what happens when you get three rounds into the playoffs. Like the, right. the
1: playoff hockey is hard. But this is why the Avalanche are a Stanley Cup team and the Oilers aren't. Because every single time we had somebody go down, there is an NHL caliber player ready to come in and replace him and plugs perfectly into the system. What do the Oilers do when someone goes down? They plug Brad Malone in. They shackled Zach Cassian to Connor McDavid. They put in Dylan Holloway in his first NHL game. This is why Joe Sackick is the best general manager in the NHL. Not even mentioning the fact that his trade deadline acquisition just sent them to the Stanley Cup final and that all the other guys he's gotten at the deadline have been fucking incredible. This is why he's the best general manager. This is what I said coming into the playoffs. Injuries are going to happen. You need guys that can step in and play NHL hockey. If we had to plug, no offense to him, but like if if we had to plug Kiefer Sherwood into this series or Dylan Sakura or something like that, that's usually where things fall apart. getting
0: close at this point. (laughs) We are, but that's the (laughs) thing. We've
1: lost Kadri. Berkey was out for a little while. Knack was out last game. He's back for this one. Both are back for this game. We lost Gerard. Like we've lost significant pieces here. And we're not digging into our AHL depth or anything. Like we're not playing Martin Cout or anything. We're not put like imagine if we put Oscar Olauson in there and his first NHL game in the exactly. Western conference. Yeah. I mean, we did it last year with Sampo Ranta and Alex Newhook. We didn't have depth last year. How did that go? Not, not very well. well. Not very well. You need to be able to stand up to the rigors of the Stanley Cup playoffs. This team has been built all season to do exactly this. And this is what we've said all year. It feels nice to be right sometimes. It does feel nice to be right. Um, the, the depth is
0: being tested, but I, I don't know, man. I 12 days off is a lot for players to get rested. Like, I think Cogliano is going to be okay. I'm sure we'll find out more tomorrow. Uh, I, th- I think
1: Val is pretty battered too. His hands got brutalized in these last yeah. two games.
0: But he gets 12 days of rest now. Exactly and, my point.
1: And you've got
0: uh, Nazem Kadri, who it was confirmed uh, earlier today, did go back to Denver, had surgery on his thumb, um,
1: and is out indefinitely. Out
0: indefinitely, and but, I think it was
1: yeah, it was Drager
0: but, who said he was out, and then he commented on the Instagram post saying, "We'll see."
1: Yeah, Kadri so, comments I, on the TSN post saying, "Yeah, we'll see." I believe. That we have a Stanley Cup winner for the ages shaping up here. If this series goes five or six in the Stanley Cup final, Nazem Kadri comes back. He's going to score one goal. Oh it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be a Steven
0: stamkos goal.
1: It's going to be the clinching goal for the Stanley Cup that goes down in history. History. Yeah. All the people that want to talk about karma for Nazem Kadri, that's going to be it.
0: Uh, I'm looking up how long does thumb surgery take to heal?
1: It's going to be longer than until June 30th, but hockey play.
0: Uh, wait, your doctor can take the stitches out one to two weeks after surgery. It'll probably take about six weeks for you to get there. Um,
1: I don't think I it's know, out of nurse the of just played with a torn hip flexor.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, It would be awesome if he did, but I I can pretty much guarantee he's not going to be there for game one, two, three, four.
1: If he does play, his hand, like his thumb is going to be like locked in place with like screws. Well, which thumb was it? it? Did they say? I'm trying to remember in my – I don't know. His hands were kind of under his body on the the injury. But I'm just saying, I mean, I don't – it's not – like we should say – Darnell Nurse playing with a torn hip flexor is not, it's really not. Bad. Oh, it's dumb. It's, it's very dumb. dumb. Like, I know we all like to be like, oh man, these guys are warriors. That's fucking dangerous. Like, Leah, like... When are team doctors going to get called out for this? Don't you have like a Hippocratic oath to I
0: I think the player will, if the player wants to play, they let him play. But
1: that should not not be how. Oh, I
0: don't disagree. It should not be. the And and
1: it's cool. It makes for great storylines. I'm not saying it doesn't. God bless these players for putting their bodies through this shit for our entertainment. When Darnell Nurse is 45 and has serious hip problems and is a lot of pain and I mean, who knows how this affects you next season? Like Leon Dreise, how who knows what kind of damage he just did to his ankle? Like, I, I don't I know. know like, it's, I, and I know everyone feels the same way about it, and it's cool, and everything to see all of that. No one actually wants to see guys get hurt, but I just believe there needs to be some onus from the doctors here to be like, stop doing this. Never happen. It's never, never going happened. to happen. But if we're going to talk about player safety and talk about concussions and getting dirty hits out of the game and getting more suspensions on dirty hits, I think we also need to have a conversation about stuff like this because of course players want to play. Of course they do. You have to protect them from themselves. Sometimes these guys are freaks in nature.
0: Never going to happen. And I believe
1: you. And I agree. It's never going to happen, but I do believe that at some point, we're going to have to have this uncomfortable conversation if we are really going to be serious about player safety.
0: Yeah, no, This is
1: unsafe. It, it, it is. And if Nazem Kadri is going to do long-term damage to his hand and come back in the final, as cool as it would be to see him come back, I, I don't want to see long-term lasting injuries to these players. Like these are, these are people. And we'll
0: see. I, I, I give it like a 2% chance he comes back. I, I, I really don't think we see him, um, but I mean, his comment, I, I, I hope he does. Maybe it was just it, like, his
1: goal is to come back. And if this series is close and going down to the wire, he's going to find a way to come in.
0: Yeah. He's going to, um, and we can save the preview for who we think we're going to play because we are have a lot of time. Yeah, well, um,
1: yeah, we're we're going to stick to this game literally for business purposes. Yeah, like because we need to have something to talk about.
0: But later. to touch on the Eastern Conference Finals, the Lightning got a gutsy win in Game Three to bring that series to two one. Um, Igor Shosturkin continues to be outrageous, but I he's going to get burned out eventually.
1: Like is not we open. saw it kind
0: of in the Pittsburgh series um
1: so I mean, not really a bold take whoever wins game four wins the series
0: yeah i don't i don't
1: disagree if it goes seven tampa bay is gonna win
0: yeah 100 percent.
1: i know i know the rangers record as of late who's the one in that record for them it's tampa
0: 2015
1: yeah. eastern conference final
0: We'll see. I mean, that's what we're going to pretty much talk about. We're going to become a Rangers slash lightning podcast. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is what I had to do last year after we lost to Vegas. I just had to just talk about the lightning essentially and what their yeah. playoff run was like. So this is not going to be that different, but it's much more fun because we're in the yeah. final. We're in and, the final. Like yeah. what? We lost two
0: games. Yeah. They've lost two games.
1: <laughs> we won the playoffs. Western Conference going 12-2 and, two, and oh, people it, doubted them.
0: Is is it shocking when we had talked about this all year? The West stinks. Yeah, the West was not good this year.
1: I mean, the, like and this is why I said all year: if the Avalanche don't get out of the second round and don't get out of the West, I'm going to question like my faith in the sport. Yeah, they were That's so cool. clearly we can say it now without fear of jinx. The Avalanche are so clear of the West. They're yeah. so much better than and everyone. The
0: Blues were the second best team in the West, and they had to face. I agree.
1: Them. I agree. The blues were a tougher matchup than the Edmonton. Oil. Is that not what we said going into the blue series? Cause I think that's what everyone said. The blues are a bigger threat than the Oilers and the flames. And they absolutely were. They almost pushed us seven. That is a, that's a good team, honestly, in St. Louis. Now that we're, now that we're a whole series removed from that series, that's going to be a team that's pretty good next year too, assuming they have a good off season. Cause there's also a scenario where they don't, I think that just to, maybe pad for time here and maybe change subjects a little bit for just a brief little thing. I think the blues last chance is next year. I think they're going to be good because next oh, yeah. year, O'Reilly, Tarasenko, they have Piranha this year. They've got a bunch of guys that are going to have to get paid.
0: I mean, it is their last chance, but we'll, we'll see. I I think Vegas is going to be better next year. I mean, they have to be like, you would hope. Um, they will. Edmonton I, I think is Scream first round exit next year
1: I totally agree I mean I think when you look at it If if Vegas does not Totally shit the bed down the stretch And gets into that third spot In the Pacific We're talking about the Oilers Completely different right now Because they get killed By Vegas in round one They played the Kings Who had a good season Good team That's going to be a serious contender Here in the coming years They should not be there yet Not yet They got a bunch of young guys. They still got some things they need to work on and fix and fix on their rosters. Admirable run. They pushed that Oilers team, got pushed seven by them. They were down three to two in that series.
0: Yeah. Like the Oilers are screaming first round exit. I mean, we already know what the Flames are.
1: The Flames, no goaltending against the Oilers, no depth, no star power showed up in that series. And they do not have anything close to what the Abs do to stop Connor McDavid.
0: They don't. So, I mean, the Pacific's going to be wide open again next year. I think the Central really comes down to the Abs and Blues. I mean,
1: uh, and just about the Oilers, someone had to come out of the Pacific.
0: Yeah, I'm and, not surprised it was the Oilers.
1: I mean, yeah, I thought I really do believe I did believe it was going to be the Flames, just based on the kind of hockey they played. They stopped in the playoffs. They got pushed to the. Literal brink by Dallas and Shake Ottinger and his band of merry men. That's all that series was. Yeah. Game seven, overtime. At least the Oilers finished theirs in regulation. Yeah.
0: They finished it in regulation. But I mean, it's just to tie it back to the abs. We've been saying it all year like you needed to get out of the West this year and they did it. and And
1: now you wait for either the two time defending champions or the weird team that ends up in the final every year in the New York Rangers. And Not to say anything here other than the just don't take my words out of context here. And I'm not celebrating anything yet. This season is a success. Yes. This, this this was the, the bar of success. The second round was not the bar. This was the bar. You had to get out of the West. You had to go to the Stanley cup final. Obviously you want to win and you're not satisfied with this whatsoever, but even if they somehow lose this upcoming series, you can't look at this as anything other than a success.
0: Yeah, completely agree. I also just want to give a quick shout out to the two of us uh in the bracket challenge. Uh me and you are one two. Um so I've, I've, of...
1: I've fallen off since the first round. But yeah,
0: if I would have stuck to my gut and kept Tampa in the final, ah, man, I could you, have
1: potentially I, had a you overtook me, you piece yeah, of shit.
0: Yeah, I could have had a perfect bracket if I had trusted my gut with the, the lightning and the lightning series. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I really should have, too. I should have trusted my gut with the Oilers over the Flames. I should have trusted my gut with Tampa going to the final. Because my my final four was Colorado, Calgary, Tampa, Carolina. My only change in there was Edmonton originally. I would have gotten that right. And uh, see, what you did is you put the Leafs over the Lightning. I put the Hurricanes over the Lightning. Yeah, that was them, tough. I took them out of the final. That was a rough call. I didn't, yeah. even believe, I didn't even believe that at the time. I was just like, well, who else would go? Yeah. I, I went
0: in uh, the final four was Colorado, Edmonton, New York, and uh, Florida.
1: And I, I did, yeah. I would, I didn't even feel confident about the Rangers being the penguins and I shouldn't have been cause they shouldn't have won that series. Yeah. yeah.
0: I talked so much shit about the fucking Rangers all year. And then I picked them to go to the conference. final. <laughs> like I was right, but um, yeah, I mean, shout out us. We, we actually somewhat know what we're talking about when it comes to hockey.
1: Yeah. I mean, the only thing I have left is Colorado. <laughs> yeah they win i get 100 more points but so do you so you already won or i know uh who's this skeptical can win it because they have tampa bay in the final
0: all right so i'm the biggest so if
1: tampa wins then neither of us win oh we could we can get uh third and fourth too because uh again i'm sorry i don't know who specifically these are but uh dk has a terrible radio uh,
0: terrible radio
1: has 326 points. We're going to the final, dude. If you're upset about this, who cares?
0: Maybe we uh maybe that's what we do now, since we have so much time with episodes. We have to break down every single one of the opponents' brackets. <laughs> in, yeah. In in our in our bracket challenge. Um, but yeah, man, I I've come down a little bit from the adrenaline rush. I'm hanging in there. Um, this is gonna be so much needed rest.
1: This like, might, might be unpopular to say. Is it okay that I feel like this is expected? Oh, it was expected. And like, I'm not like totally blown away right now. I was blown away when they won, but now that's one off. I'm like, okay, good. You should have.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're not crazy to say that, but it's, it's going to be some time off. Um we're gonna have a lot of time off
1: now a lot of time off man. a lot of time
0: off i got we can't emphasize that enough we're gonna have a lot of time off like if this um,
1: if this goes 12 days like we're talking like potentially like four or five episodes of just shooting the shit bro shooting the shit like literally nothing to do
0: yeah i mean we'll figure out
1: something we'll, we'll figure it all out we're not just gonna leave you all high and dry yeah. with no content for two weeks but It'll be a good way to practice for the offseason, I guess. Yeah, it will be. We, we
0: can bring out some of those ideas early.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, we, can, we can experiment with a couple. Yeah, I, I can't I'm, believe I'm out of school believe,
0: now. Yeah, I can't believe I have to go to work tomorrow. Like, it's so fucked that this happened on a Monday. It's like, oh, I still got a full work week ahead of me now, too. Like, part of me was like, I wouldn't mind a game five because then I have something to look forward to the rest of the week.
1: I still, I I still would have spun this episode positively if it went to game five. It's like, oh, who wants 10 to 12 days off anyway? Yeah. Bad for you
0: we would have found ways like we're the ultimate kings of spin zones but uh yeah now it's just like i got the full work week ahead of me and it's like this kind of fucking blows but once again i want to give a shout out to uh, all the people who reached out to me that it made me feel like i was part of the team um so that's always cool i don't know if that's a good or bad thing that people like just that's a good know, like, thing as just like the crazy abs guy but uh i'll take it i've definitely posted some very candid videos of me um, just being a complete hooligan yelling in my phone. Um, so shout out to all the Avs fans. I did want to um, plug this real quick before we wrap up. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, there was a young girl named Ellen, Ellie, excuse me. Um, and you ready for this Griffin? I haven't even told you this. Um, or at least, excuse me. She is, I don't know why I just thought Ellie. She is started a GoFundMe, she is going to be out here for the Stanley Cup finals. So I'm going to post that link and we are going to hopefully raise some money to get her out here. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Elisa's story, she is a really good friends with Alex Newhook and it's just a really cool story. Um, so if you want to, I'm going to pin that uh, GoFundMe to my, uh, to my Twitter page so we can get a to the Stanley Cup finals. Yep. And
1: I'll, we'll have that link in the description of this episode. When this episode goes up on Twitter, it will be with that too. You know, it's just good to get a good cause out all this fun too.
0: It's going to be great, dude. Uh, we, me and uh, her mom have already been talking. We're going to meet up um, before one of the games. So uh, it's going to be a blast. Uh, Elise is a huge abs fan who's been through a lot at such a young age. I'm really hoping the Jersey I got her gets there before she flies out here. I think it's supposed to get here. Like it's supposed to get there June 16th, which is faster than I thought, but uh, yeah, we're, I'm super excited. And if you, uh, if you ever feel so kind to donate to a really good cause, um, check that link out in uh, I'll I'll make it my pin tweet on Twitter.
1: Yep. If you guys uh, DM us or tweet at us with proof of a donation, we'll be sure to at very least give you a, a follow back or something else like that. We'll figure all that out as time goes as well. Uh, but good on you, Christian for. yeah. Sure we so have-
0: it's awesome. Pause. I, uh, I can't wait to meet her. Um, and then it's just going to be a really, really good time. So check that out. But Griffin, we're in the fucking Stanley cup final, man.
1: I don't know. Like I, I- is this real am i real is all of this re- I don't know man it's I don't all, know either man it's all so weird like I, I can't I really can't believe we won that game like me either dude I don't like we just don't lose like Tampa or New York like bring them on man you not beating us four times no you might beat You'll us win. once maybe twice four times
0: it's not gonna happen
1: we beat this team only. hasn't lost four games, and all we year didn't lose a game to either of them in the regular season. Yeah. We didn't,
0: so I uh, I can't wait for it, man. Um, yeah, we 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 split both these teams in the regular season, so take that as a win,
1: <laughs> oh my God, dude. Stanley Cup final. It's it's crazy. It doesn't feel real. Sometimes it really doesn't. That this is. No matter what happens, this is a run we're going to talk about for the rest of our lives. And yes. it, it's like McKinnon said, the job's not done, but you got to enjoy the journey. And this this whole journey, no matter how this ends, has been unbelievable. For I know for you as well, but for me especially, this has been a ton of fun getting really involved with Abs Nation and being a part of something like this and now having a, a Stanley cup final to cover on the show I do about the Colorado avalanche is just so strange to me sometimes. And I would not trade any of this. For no. the world. This team is amazing. All of you are amazing. You've all made me feel so welcome and I appreciate all of you so very much. And I cannot wait to share this experience with all of you that i'm pretty sure will end but hopefully will end with them hoisting the stanley cup for the first time since 2001 and this is a memory that we can all cherish for the rest of our lives
0: put it perfectly man put it perfectly so let's wrap dude let's enjoy um let's enjoy the fucking hell out of this and let's once we're done we'll have to start playing out some content because <laughs> yeah we'll have, to, we'll have
1: to plan some content we'll have to plan travel plans because i yep. i already can't go to my old hotel they're sold out <laughs> and yeah, we'll have to figure it out we'll have dude. to figure that out we'll have to figure out uh am i allowed to come to the games
0: we'll leave that up to the fans
1: we'll leave it up to the fans they're going to say no because it'll be funny yep. but, yeah but don't i get one do i get one game I, I think you I get one,
0: and up. if they lose that one, you're just fucked, dude. But it might be
1: game five, like because I I just don't know if I could be out there for two entire weeks.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. Uh,
1: like because what because like like we're up three to one, and it's game five, Stanley Cup in the building. Surely you guys can find it in your heart to grant me to go to that, right?
0: I would allow it. I would allow it.
1: It's Christian's tickets. He gets the yeah. Christian gets. Well, dude, the final I
0: call. have like th- this is the best part, and I love this part is. All of the people who are – like, they watch the apps. Like, all my friends who are reaching out, like, hey, bro, you, who are you going to the game with? And it's like, it's like, bro, I love you. Like, you, you're, you're one of my really good friends, but I'm sorry. You have not – you haven't been through it. Like, this seat's going to be, like – it's a coveted seat. And I already have, like, four or five people in mind that have priority over you guys. So I'm sorry. It's nothing against you. It's just –
1: um, and also I will say that if Devin wants to go to games while I'm there, she gets priority over me. Oh yeah.
0: Well, no, here's the thing, dude. Uh, my girlfriend's been working a lot of games and for a lot of games and she was going to go to game five with me. And I already told her, I was like, if they win this game, you're going to games with me. Cause she's been the good luck charm so far. So, um, I love you, Dev. I know you don't listen cause you don't like the sound of my voice. Um, but, uh, sorry. Well, well like I said, these are problems I can figure out. I can figure out. We'll we'll be good.
1: Yeah. So if if Kaylee is the good luck charm, then that's just what we have to do. I'm yeah. willing. I'm willing to make the sacrifice. Yeah, we'll make the sacrifice. I'm sacrifices. not allowed to go, and the Avalanche win. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to trade that for a Stanley Cup.
0: You can stay here with Iggy. and yes, uh, I can take it care of the, Iggy's my dog. Um, she stares at me during every podcast. But uh, yeah, we'll figure that out as we go because we yeah we got we got some time. But what a team! What a fucking win! I'm so excited just to watch some fucking
1: like Stanley Cup. Like, my advice to all of you is enjoy this no matter what. As much as we want to tell ourselves, oh, they're going to be back, you don't know that. You, you never, you never, ever, 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 ever know what's going to happen in the future. This is 21 years in the making. Enjoy the hell out of this. When the Caps went to the Stanley Cup final, in 2018, it was stressful. It was a ton of fun. Go to watch parties, go to the games. If you can, if you can't do either of those, go watch with your friends, go do whatever the most fun option is imaginable and do that because these are memories that are going to stick with you for the rest of your life. And you don't want to regret them later that you watched alone and, you know, It's fun when they win and everything, but go put yourself in a position to go have the most fun imaginable, go celebrate with people when they win, go find a way to march in in Denver when they win the Stanley cup, go to the parade, do all of the fun stuff that you can. That's my advice because you never know when you're going to get an opportunity like this again, the Stanley cup final. I I know some of you are younger than me and have never seen your team in the Stanley cup final. It's different than playoff hockey. It's, oh, yeah. whole, it's a whole other kind of experience. The air is different. The venue is different. The game is different. The whole buildup around the games is different. Everything's different. Just enjoy the fuck out of it.
0: Yeah, we will. You,
1: you don't know if this is coming back. It might. We might be back here next year. We might not. We might not be back here for five more years. We might not be back here for 10. Enjoy every single second of this because we've de- we deserve it. We do. We do. We, we, as a fan base, since the Av Stanley Cup, have been through a lot. A lot of mediocrity. A lot of that that 16-17 team. And when the Avs finally got good, a couple playoff failures. Yeah. We made it. We're here. This is our opportunity. We've earned all of this. Enjoy every second because it'll go fast. It will. And
0: they're going to do it. In
1: 23 days, the Stanley Cup's going to be handed out. It's less than a month. This is going to go fast. Enjoy every single second.
0: Yeah. And I think they will. And well, they, as the abs, they're going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it. So I, uh, I can't wait. And holy shit, dude, I still can't believe it's real.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I, I can't believe it was the CC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking well, like, oh, playoff hockey is so different. I mean, I, I believe they're going to make it, but I've said like all oh, the, Five against the Predators and six against the Blues, which actually happened. And I'd say six or seven against the Oilers this round. That's two fucking games on the way to the, the Stanley Cup final. Like that just doesn't happen.
0: It doesn't happen. So I got nothing else, man. Yeah.
1: I mean, I do, but I want to film other episodes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we'll save you for we'll, that. We'll save you then. We'll see you guys. So I guess we have to talk about when we're going to do an episode. 'Cause oh, we've been out of whack for, for months now. We'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh we'll probably go back to our normal schedule.
1: But even uh, that, that's on Sunday, dog. Like I don't know if I can wait that long.
0: Yeah. No, I mean we, we can go back and do one on
1: I mean, we yeah, we can do one on Wednesday, I guess. But yeah, we'll let's, figure you know it what, out let's you know what? Let's do that. We'll do yeah. one on Wednesday night. That and gives we'll, us a whole day to plan something yeah, out. Thursday morning, and then we'll we'll go back to our normal scheduled programming of thursday and monday we'll make that decision right now two weeks until the stanley cup final begins and then we will go back to after every game and then once that's over in the summer uh god knows what we'll figure all that out too but i'm actually gonna take a nice vacation so yeah well i do work on my vacations yeah (laughs) my colorado is my vacation
0: yeah so we'll we'll figure it out but let's plan on uh Let's plan on, we'll release an episode uh, Wednesday or Thursday. What did Wednesday. We just say? I already
1: forgot. We'll record on Wednesday release on Thursday.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Midnight Thursday, because we, we don't have to wait till after a game anymore. We yeah. Can, we can record whenever we want, whenever you get that's home. That's crazy,
0: dude. What a crazy concept. Dude,
1: I can go to bed.
0: Yeah, that's so crazy.
1: At least by midnight on Thursday, Wednesday going to Thursday, that midnight, we'll have a brand new episode up reviewing the stanley cup final it's just so awesome it's great
0: dude and i cannot wait so
1: so we'll see you guys then thank you all again so much for tuning in like i don't like to brag about numbers on the show and i don't want this to come off as bragging but genuinely checking some of these numbers sometimes it hurts me to look at how it breaks your brains it really does. Cause these playoffs like they've surpassed even my wildest expectations for how well these episodes were going to do and just how much people enjoy our content, which is still strange to me, but I, I know I speak for Christian too. And I say, you guys fucking rule. You guys are the best and we appreciate all of you with all of our hearts because without you, none of this is possible. And you guys make stuff like this so much fun and so worth it to do and i can't wait to share even more with you guys but uh, i think for now that's going to do it for this edition of the tell it abs it is podcast on the hockey podcast network thank you all so very much for tuning in as always if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow me at g youngs nhl you can follow christian at christian underscore Belay, and you can follow the show at tell it As it is but that's going to do it for us we'll see you next time guys the colorado avalanche are in the stanley cup final we are four wins away from the stanley cup it's here it's real enjoy it we'll see you guys next time and enjoy the rest of your stress-free week let's go (laughs) abs